Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A boundary without a consequence is just a speed bump that they're going to run over you time and time again. So let's talk about boundaries, boundaries and the changing narcissist, because oftentimes you see people that either one, they don't know how to set boundaries or two, they're like, wait a second, what do I do in this situation when it seems like the narcissist is changing? Do you have that happen at all? Do you have that happen where the narcissist is like, I'm working on it, I'm changing, I'm growing. And you're like, okay, but then how do I set up boundaries? How do I work through this process trying to figure out what's actually going to happen in the relationship? How do I heal? How do I grow? How do I change in the middle of all this toxicity? Well, I want to talk to you about today about boundaries, about setting them up, about how we're going to do that with the narcissist changing, and then also where those boundaries need to come from and where they need to stem from. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform and several others to provide awareness about what narcissism is and then offer healing, growth, and change. Sometimes that's just answering questions. Sometimes that's just giving people the validity at times of, hey, the crazy situation you went through does not make you crazy. It makes your response normal to a crazy situation you got put into. Sometimes that's doing one-on-ones, and I do those with people all across the globe, like interacting with people who are in narcissistic relationships, who are striving to figure out, to make sense of like the crazy making, the gaslighting, to break out of the trauma bond. That's what we talked about earlier today, or anything like that, that they're working on trying to figure out, who am I? How do I get out of this? What do I have to do? What do I have to do to heal, to grow, to change? We do that every single day by dropping nuggets of truth, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, uh, also on the podcast. So if you're listening on the podcast today, thanks so much, either on Apple or Spotify, Amazon Music. Um, give us a like, give us a review, share some of this stuff, but also if you guys can, just follow on the other platforms. So we're on Raw Motivations on all platforms out there. We'd love to have you interact. We'd love to have you engage with community and with people, like-minded people that are working through the same stuff as you that feel crazy as well but they know they're not because we've been working through that process. Download the NARC app, N-A-R-C, N-A-R-C. Look it up on Apple, Google Play. You can download that. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, N-A-R-C. Download that because as a group of like-minded people that they're working through the craziness, trying to establish what's going on, they're asking advice, they're connecting with other survivors, they're taking courses on narcissism, on boundaries, on uh, healthy healthy dating after abuse is one of the newest ones we just released, different things like that. There's ways for you to be able to engage with uh, weekly lives, with monthly Zoom calls, to be able to interact with other survivors, a whole lot of different things on there. And we're constantly working on growing and progressing it even more to try to be able to help you on a day-to-day basis in your healing journey. We'll love to have you interact with there as well. So I talked about boundaries and I talked about the aspect first off of like the narcissist changing. Like a lot of times you'll see narcissists being like, wait, I'm changing. And it looks like they're changing for a day or two, right? Uh, It looks like they're changing for a short period of time. And you're like, oh my gosh, like they finally get it. And then all of a sudden it reverts back and you're like, oh, like 
did they actually mean it this time? Are they just like a failure at it? Like what actually happened? And that confusion goes back and forth so much, it gets hard to understand this is what's actually happening. This is what's actually going on. You have to understand with a narcissist, they want to be able to figure out what your end goal is. Narcissist at the very beginning relationship is trying to learn everything about you to be able to control you. You see, if I can learn everything that makes you tick, then I can check off all the boxes that fulfill your fantasy and still control you at the same time. So a narcissist is very good a lot of times at checking off the boxes of making sure I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And at the end of the day, they go back to the same behavior. This is why a lot of times you see narcissists change stuff up really quickly. You'll see them progress, you know, for a day or two or a week or maybe even a month and all of a sudden revert back. And you're like, wait a second, was that change real? And that's the thing you have to realize is oftentimes that change will happen, especially at the end of the relationship. You'll see at the end of the relationship when it finally clicks in the narcissist mind of like, wait a second, like this is actually happening. They're actually leaving. Let me go ahead and change. So when this is happening, a lot of times people get confused about what needs to be put in place so that we know is a narcissist actually changing, so that we can verify or validate or protect to make sure that this narcissist is actually changing. So this is when I normally talk about goals and boundaries, okay? So boundaries slash goals, a lot of times I refer to it in lives and different events, but I haven't done a video on it. So I wanted to make sure that you guys knew and understood what this looks like, okay? Again, remembering nurses want to check off the boxes. So we have to see about writing some stuff down and understanding what our boundaries slash goals are. So first off, what I want you to think of is I want you to sit down and either write it down you know, on a piece of paper or on your phone or whatever. Just make sure it's someplace that no one's going to find it or come across it like anybody. Okay. And I want you to write down six goals slash boundaries that you need to see in this relationship. Okay, so let's say the narcissist says they're changing, they just came back, whatever it might be. And these goals that you need to write down need to help define what you want the relationship to be like, what you want the relationship to look like, and how you want the relationship to function. And as you're going through these goals slash boundaries, you need to understand that they need to be set in stone so that you understand that these can't change. Like this has to be something that is crucial or is a cornerstone to this relationship for this relationship to work. These boundaries have to be something that a lot of times is innate to you. This is how I want to be treated. This is how I want to act. This is how I want this relationship to be, to grow, and to develop. When you're thinking about these goals slash boundaries, again, we're talking about six. When you're thinking about these goals slash boundaries, they need to be almost like SMART goals. Okay, because they need to be quantifiable. A boundary can't just be, well, I hope they talk to me better because that's that's not quantifiable. We don't have a time frame and we also don't have a number of, okay, how many times is he getting upset at me? How is he, you know, going uh, around this communication? How is he yelling at me now? How is that communication increasing? Well, last week it was X amount of times. This week it's X amount of times. Next week it's X amount of times. Like this is showing no pattern of change. Because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for patterns, consistency of change. Otherwise, it'll be flash in the pans. It'll be change here, change there. But it won't be constant. And it won't be secure in that relationship. So I want you to think with these boundary slash goals, these six that we're working on, boundary slash goals, they need to be quantifiable. 
Okay, so they need to be quantifiable. Oh, this is a yes, no question. This has happened this many times. You know, this is X amount of times this happened. It has to be able to have a number to it. It needs a metric. If it doesn't have a metric, we can't tell if it's actually growing, changing, healing, developing, anything like that. So it needs a metric. It also needs to be time sensitive. Okay, like it can't be, hey, in a year, they need to, you know, be loving me better. You know, it has, it's not quantifiable, but it had a time frame, but it's not quantifiable. It has to be quantifiable and have a time frame of I expect the relationship to get better by this time or to be worked on by this time or to reduce X amount of stuff by this time. If people don't do that, then you open yourself up to the possibility of getting future faked constantly and having that change get strung out where the narcissist will move one inch over a period of, of one year. But they will tout the fact that they're moving. Even though it might be microscopic, they'll tout the fact that they're moving. And because you haven't set any standards or goals or boundaries, you're like, oh, well, they are moving. But then you realize at the end of a year, they didn't move hardly at all. Okay. Quantifiable, time sensitive. So think of it, think of it like this. Like, let's talk about like therapy. Okay. So let's say your narcissist is avoidant of therapy. They don't want to get into therapy. And one of your goals is, hey, I need you to get into therapy. Okay, let's say that's your goal number one. Okay, but we need to put that quantifiable and time sensitive. So then the thought is, okay, I need them to be in therapy for a minimum of six months going every single week. And then I want to be able to see change from that, but it needs to be quantifiable. Okay, um, the idea of like yelling or, you know, aggressive behavior. So let's say like, hey, like this happens consistently every single day for seven days a week. And so uh, what I need to see is I need to see this change where, okay, let's say the next week it's five times that week. The next week it's four times this week. Like you need to see a consistent change moving forward. So I talked about six goals slash boundaries, and I want to highlight this real quick. The reason why we're doing six and what you need to understand that's very crucial about these six boundaries is these six boundaries are very important for you to write down and to make sure quantifiable, time sensitive, and that you have these locked down. Now, here's the crux of the, of the whole thing that you need to understand. You need to get this. Otherwise, you're going to fall prey to get manipulated even more. Those six boundaries slash goals, you are allowed to communicate to, to the narcissist. The other four, you will take to the grave. And you will never communicate those boundaries to the narcissist because they need to understand, hey, these are two things that I need your help on. I need you to work on your growth and change. If they check the boxes on those two, that's great. Maybe life got slightly better. But then how are they progressing after that? You see, if they're not progressing further, if they're not going more into their healing, their growth and change, if they're just checking the box and say the first goal is getting to therapy and the third goal is therapy has to be six months and it has to be every single week and they leave after one month, you know, hey, this person's no longer committed to their healing, growth and change. And now I'm removing myself from that relationship because I know that they're not willing to invest the time into themselves and also invest the time into me to be able to help this relationship grow, heal, change, and develop. So it's really important for you to understand, don't give the narcissist, don't sit down and write down six goals, boundaries, and give the narcissist all six, because they will check the boxes, then they will revert right back and go back to abusing you time and time and time again. So please be careful of that. What I want you to hear is a boundary without consequence is just a speed bump for the narcissist and they're going to continue running over you time and time again. A boundary without a consequence is just a speed bump 
that they're going to run over you time and time again. So work on setting those boundaries slash goals. Six of them, communicate two, take the other four to the grave, never communicate those, but those have to have consequences that you know, when I get to this point, if this person is not engaging and putting forth the effort, and I'm not seeing that honest vulnerability and consistent change quantifiably, time sensitively through these goals, then I know this person doesn't care about themselves and they don't care about you. So be careful, heal, grow, and change.